Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Did you know that after you get in a long-term relationship, the frequency of which you uh, have fun with your partner, your girl, do you know that drops off? Did you know once you get married and it's been a year or two, the frequency of fooling around in most cases almost comes to a stop? Well, why is that? Well, you see, it's the guy's fault. Now, you might say, well, how is it the guy's fault? Well, it's simple. Women, a, wo a woman went online and complained to a forum, and women came with two answers. Either A, a lot of us just do it, we tolerate it, to keep him from straying to another woman. And the other half said, well, no, he's just not doing it right. So either way, they either put up with it or it's his fault. So let's go through this article and uh, we'll talk a little bit about it. I know it's shocking that it might be our fault, fellas. But then again, isn't everything. Wife claims most women tolerate fooling around as an obligation to stop their partner from straying. But critics claim her husband must not be doing it right. I'll tell you something. If a guy uh, has more success with the person that he cares for, if a guy's in a relationship and he is more successful in making her happy, what is the end result of that? Usually the end result is she wants it more. And the benefit to him, he gets it more. So I can't see how... I can't see how a woman wouldn't tell her partner, hey, I really like it when you do X, Y, Z. Is she just going to not say anything and let everything go kind of down the toilet or what? A woman from the UK took to mum's net and asked whether women tolerate the bedroom. Said many uh, women have admitted they would rather cuddle and a good book instead of fooling around. Added they see, added they see it as their obligation and to do so, or and do so for fear their partners will stray. A woman has claimed many females uh, already read that. An anonymous woman from the UK took uh, to Mum's Net. I already read that. Why do you put this twice, you idiots? Uh, in the post, she continued, but these women submit for want of a better word to their partner for fear that they'll stray or see it as an obligation. But the comments quickly divided the, uh, the internet, with some agreeing with the statement, while others suggested her view is outdated. I think I fall into the camp. I see this, uh, the bedroom as kind of a trade-off for being with a domestic partner and do keep and do it to keep him happy. One wrote while a second penned such an outdated view that women dislike fooling around and just do it to keep men happy. That's very dated and, and, uh, such. Let's see what else they say. Uh, the woman went on to explain that she finds herself laying, lying to her partner that it's her time of the month just to get some peace. I had an ex that did that to me once. We did not date much longer. Only reason because I was still paying. Can you imagine getting ready to go out for the evening? And, and if she gives you the, oh, you know, I, it's that time. I can't really, I can't really fool around. And, sorry, honey. But let's go out to dinner and, and uh, let's go dancing and you can spend lots of money on me. And you pulled the, uh, you know, it's not payday. It's, that time of the month, we're going to have to skip that. <laughs> I guarantee you won't be in a relationship very long if that time of the month also came when it came to spending money. The woman went on to explain she finds herself uh, blah, blah. Let's see, I can see as I get older that I'd, just, I'd rather just have a companion 
rather than the constant pressure of fooling around. So am I alone in thinking this or just incredibly cynical or even possibly uh, just not into it? Many, many commented in agreement, admitting they'd gone off their uh, route after having children. I actually think you're right. Most people I know in real life who feel close enough to talk about these things feel the same. Admittedly, they're all moms of small children. I know fooling around is not as important to me as it is for my domestic husband. Shocking. Remember, when men get into a relationship, oftentimes long-term, the hope is, hey, I've got someone I'm close to, I'm friends with, and I have someone that I sleep with every night, and how great is it to just be able to be right there next to the person you want to fool around with? That's what we initially think, and usually that's what happens for the first six months. And then it tapers off a little bit. You know, my, I mean, when I first dated some women, it was once, twice a day. And I was happy. I was loving it. But then it'd taper off to maybe once a day, then once every three days, then, you know, two, three times a week, twice a week, once a week. It just, and especially, dude, once you say, I, I, I do, she doesn't. I mean, that's kind of an old joke, but but it's true. Uh, another comment that it's not an outdated view at all. Let's see. I already read that. However, those that disagreed did not hold back in their views and highlighted the importance of the physical as- aspect of their relationships. I've been with my uh, domestic husband for almost 20 years too, and fooling around still very much an active feature here. If a relationship is at the stage where you're lying back and thinking of England, then perhaps it's run its course. A second penned 33 years together, Still love fooling around with the the DH. I guess that's domestic husband. He's an amazing partner and his touch is so electric. You do sound very cynical. I have never tolerated uh, fooling around. Women enjoy it too, you know. So, but it seemed very much that they were, and I could keep reading on here, but basically the gist of it is that many of them, I didn't get to the part, I guess, that was in the title, but many of them said, well, maybe he's not doing it right. Maybe he's not. You know, maybe he's not warming her up to it. Maybe he's not putting in enough energy to get the old engine started. I can tell you in a relationship, I've been in a couple of relationships where this happened. Uh, one was was my ex that I was married to for eight years. And after two years, it kind of went off a cliff. And I knew, and, and this is a true story, I knew that I was filing and I was done with the marriage when it... It had been like it was happening maybe once a month, and I was really not happy. And I was thinking about veering outside of the marriage for that fun, but it's not what I really wanted to do. I'm not that type of person because then at that point, it's like, why even stay married if you're getting what you really want the most out of the relationship outside of the relationship? And I remember uh, we went out to dinner, and I tried to make everything nice, and I poured a nice bubble bath, and uh, you know, I back massage and oils and tried to do everything because she said oh let's this weekend let's have a special night and so on and so forth. so I'm thinking you know it's sad when you're married with somebody and you're actually excited to fool around that's but it got to that point and uh, I did all that and then I did some I went went out to do something outside of the room and she was laying in bed and she said oh I'm just gonna watch tv for a minute I said okay that's fine and then after about 15 minutes, tried to make my move. And she said, she said, well, actually, you know, I'm still a little full from dinner. Can we wait? She said, but tomorrow morning. And I said, I said, all right, you know, all right, I guess. But tomorrow morning, you promise? Yes, totally. Then it was the next morning. I woke up late. I, but tonight, definitely tonight. Well, for sure tonight. 
And the next night, something would come around, and I'm she's flipping through watching. At the time, I think it was American Idol, but it was in the beginning where everybody was doing. And long story, but you'll get my point here. Uh, everybody was watching the people that were messing up and really bad at, at American Idol. And I said, "Yeah, that's hey, huh?" And she said, "She said, yeah, but I'm I'm kind of like, and I kind of like I kind of want to watch this. Can we, like, okay, but let's let's make it quick." And I said, "Let's make it quick. Why? Well, I, I'm just." I'm kind of into this show and I that's it. It's over. When you're into a TV show more than your own spouse who's like, it's been a month. I knew that was it. And that was the last really, the last long-term serious, serious relationship I had. I knew it was over at that point. So usually once, once in a longer term relationship, that goes to the side. So this other article that I wanted to bring up, it says, why do happy couples stop doing it? And here's the five biggest reasons. And I think you'll find this interesting. And so those of you guys that have said, man, it's really important that I'd like to be in a long-term relationship. Someday I want to have a family, so on and so forth. Just understand that in the majority, the vast majority of cases, things stop. Not not always. There were some other women that said on there, no, no, you know, it keeps going on. And I think it's important. But it, it for most of us, it, it does definitely fall right off says the slowdown and fooling around in a relationship progresses is nothing new. It's documented, obviously. But have you ever wondered why this happens? When couples first meet and fall in love, uh, they can get, can't get enough of each other, enjoy ridiculous amounts of it, which then turns into a regular amount and then into a minimal amount. And that's exactly what happened to me. And it says uh, Helen Fisher, a biological anth- anthropologist, holds men's health early stage of intense romantic love drives up the dopamine system, which in turn increases testosterone and a strong libido. But over time, attachment becomes more and more powerful. This does not necessarily trigger the same drive. And they go on to say that uh, Susan Whitmore, a professor of psychology at the University of Massachusetts, added, maybe this is desirable. It's not desirable for him. I'll tell you that right now. But Women that have that high drive, if it's not him that's triggering that drive anymore, that's where she'll stray outside of the relationship to go find it. Same thing for him. But usually, you know, guys are kind of like, well, you know, I just want to fool around. It doesn't have to be with Miss America or anything like that. Ideally, it would be with my partner. But when that stops, but they still have that drive, they're going to go elsewhere. Well, turns out the same thing's true for women as well. But it's not that the guy won't. It's that she's not what he wants anymore. They continue on. If we spent our days in the throes of all-consuming love fires, we'd never get anything accomplished. Oh, so, you know, that 20 minutes a day, just it's better that that goes away so we can accomplish the other things in our lives. Right. What are the five biggest reasons? Stress. Okay. Before I even read this, let me just say this. As a guy, um, you'd have to be under an immense amount of stress to not want to because a lot of times this is very relaxing for us we we don't attach here and there it's not all one big you know like oh there's so much stress nothing's happening i just it's not going to happen tonight usually guys will be like yeah i'm under a ten of stress oh that'd be awesome let's fool around then he fools around he relaxes for a few minutes and everything's kind of back to normal it's women it's women where the stress affects so it says this is probably one of the biggest excuses and whether stress uh, be work or family related, it takes a toll on the bedroom. A therapist said uh, it can be a lot of work. See, that's a woman speaking, that it's a lot of work. A woman may feel she has to shave her legs. Oh, heaven forbid you shave your legs. 
She may need a long time just to get get to her happy place. There's a lot of stuff involved, and sometimes the payoff just isn't worth it. Sometimes she thinks my uh, little bedroom toy can get me off a lot quicker, and he thinks I can sit up and watch videos and just get just as hot and feel just as satisfied. Not so much. So the only reason I got, again, not all, the majority of the reason guys move to the videos on the computer is because she's not in the mood. Or it takes so much work and it's such a to-do and it's such a big deal and there's so much complaining, there's so much that a guy will just say, nah, I just want I just want to get to my happy place and be done with it. That's the time the guy will, will usually take to the computer screen. But if a woman's kind of in the mood, I mean, me as a as a boyfriend slash husband, I've never, I can't ever think of a time where I was like, nah, nah. Partners from the past. Mm, how many times have we talked about this one, fellas? The more partners you have, the more you have a hard time bonding with your current partner. Research has found that the more partners a person has before marriage, the lower the quality of the bedroom. Communication and relationship stability is during a marriage. Apparently, this is because the more romances you've had, the easier it is for you to leave someone. So important relationship-oriented skills aren't developed. Numerous partners can also lead to a comparison effect. This is something else I've talked in my videos. When you have, you know, when you have one person and that's the only person you're going to be with, and it's important to you that that's the person you're with for the rest of your life and for long term. You're going to make sure everything else in that relationship is working before you go there. And then if you go there and everything's not quite perfect, you work on it and you fix it and you talk about it and you iron everything out. But there's no one else to compare it to. I had a friend of mine that got married. Uh, he was dating his high school girlfriend and they wait. They were very religious and they waited until they were married and they were the only one that each partner ever had. And at the time I was in my single phase. So he was seeing me going out and knowing I was dating lots and lots and lots of women and really enjoying myself. And he asked me, he said, how different is it between person and person and person? And I said to him, the person is different. The package is different. And what you do is different. But the experience itself is not that different. Where you two blindfold me and and kind of go at it, the differences start getting smaller and smaller. So I said, you know, the fact that you've got, you guys have been together, you're not missing out on anything. And, and he was happy to hear that, but he didn't have anybody to compare it to. Cause when I asked him, you know, how is everything? He's like, oh yeah, you know, it's, I didn't want details, but he said, oh, it's good. And I said, she feel the same way. And he's like, yeah. And I said, then that's all you need to know. You know, if, if you've, the only thing you've ever had to your, in your life is pizza and you like pizza then, you know, pizza's good. and But you're not sitting there saying, well, steak is better. And then again, I really like ranch dressing over fries. and But ice cream is also, because then it becomes very hard to make one decision. And, and, and here's exactly what we talk about many times when these young gals say, well, I've in college and my, my number count and so on and so forth. That's where guys are like, I'm not, I'm not so interested. No, no, thank you. Because they know that number one, they have a harder time to commit to one person because that good-looking guy down at the gym, eh, why not? It's just one more notch on the belt. And number two, that it's very easy to compare to everybody else you've ever been to. I'm sure if I asked you guys, hey, 
build or those of you that have had uh, dates and are a little bit older and so on and so forth. If I said to you, build the person, perfect girl out of all the women you've dated, you'd probably say, well, I take this one's face, this one's chest and this one's butt and this one's legs and this one's personality and this one's sense of humor and so on and so forth, right? It's very easy to do. Well, when you've got a list of 30 or 50 or 100 from the, the room or from the bedroom, it becomes very difficult, right? So it makes it very harder to be happy with what you've got. They say here, uh, when it comes to your bedroom life, it's best not to compare yours to anyone else's, but that's kind of hard to do. How frequent you fool around and what you enjoy are personal, and if you and your partner are happy and enjoying the ways you've had it, then that's all that really matters. Very true. Um, And again, I don't know too many men that, you know, three to five different, three to five different scenarios and positions or whatever, we don't need too much. At least I don't. I'm pretty simple. You know, three or five great little positions, everything's great, and no complaints. Um, when you start bringing in the, the ropes and the, you know, the tasers and the chicken feathers, that, that's where I kind of tap out on that stuff. But that's not really a hard conversation to have before you start dating somebody. Uh, but again, when it's almost impossible to not compare, especially when you have a very long list. And it's usually, again, most of the time, women that tend to do this. Or if a woman is very like starfish, just as the right and and doesn't have any reaction back that the guys don't love that either uh let's see every couple experiences dry spells sometimes there can be a difference between how often each partner wants to fool around 2015 studied 128 married men and women were split into two groups one of the groups was tasked with doubling how often they fooled around interestingly it was found that when uh, the bedroom was treated as an assignment this led to a decline in their happiness Another study discovered that the more couples kissed and cuddled, the easier they got over fights or disagreements, but that didn't necessarily lead to any more fun. Increased contact was also found to help couples feel more connected to each other, which can in turn can boost your libido. See, but very rarely, again, is it, it, it's more often the women that need help in that department. So what happens is this cascading effect where you go for a little, a little while, and as a guy, you're like, hey, man, this is like, this is important to me. This is the whole reason why I signed up for this marriage stuff, because usually we don't get much else out of it. And so you, you kind of like, hey, let's make this happen. A little bit more pressure. And that pressure actually turns her off and, and makes it happen less. So it, it becomes this weird, like never ending cascade of failure. And, and it just doesn't go so well. And of course, the last one's uh, little ones. That if you have a family, it, it, 34% of women without children under the age, uh, let, me, let me reword that, experts studying desire for women in their 20s found that 34% of women without children under the age of six had no drive compared to with a whopping 95% of women who had children in that age bracket. So if there's a 20-something girl, 20-something old woman, and she's no kids, 34% had no drive. Those are the ones that are not on the dating apps and not worrying about that at all. They're just doing their thing. So they had no, 34% in their 20s had no drive. 95% who had kids in that age bracket, which is under six in their 20s, had no drive. So it makes you wonder with all these profiles out there on the dating apps that are talking about, you know, I have one, two, three, four, whatever, um, and they're in their 20s and they're very young kids. 95% of them statistically here, it says, they say they have no drive. 
maybe that's why they put on there, you know, done hooking up, done having my fun, looking to settle down. They've had all their fun. Their drive is bare bones. And now they're just looking for a wallet to tag on to and someone to hang out with. That makes sense to me. Uh, but it just tells you again why many times we say, hey, don't don't date single moms, you know, under the age of, at least under the age of six, because I don't know, sleepless nights and changing diapers and everything else. That may be one of the one of the contributing factors. So there you go. You know, here's a, a great example of number one, it's going to fall off. And when it does fall off, either women are A, doing it to appease you and keep you around, which is not an exciting time. It's kind of like the Patrick starfish, you know, just laying there like Patrick. And the the other time, they're they're basically blaming it on you that you're not doing it right. And then once you do get in a relationship and it falls off, there's all these things that you can do to try to get it going again, but oftentimes it doesn't work. And once you have the, the family, that's it, at least for the first six years. Um, there's just no desire there anymore, unless perhaps the desire is to have a larger family. Then in that case, they're going to do it. But again, it's not for the reasons that you want. So what's the takeaway from all this? Stay single. Just enjoy your time. Enjoy your dating if you're casually dating. Um, you know, and if you're going to casually date, be smart about it. Don't get yourselves in trouble and have your fun. And if she's not into having fun and you are, then that's not the right relationship for you. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below. Thank you for those that have. And of course, as always, please comment, like, share. I'd love to hear what you have to say on it. Thank you for those that have emailed me recently. I'll make sure that any of them are good for an episode. I'll put it out there. I, I read your emails. I can't look at all the videos that you send me and and read all the stories that you send me and, and so on and so forth because it's just too much. But I do appreciate the emails. I do read what you send me. I just don't have time to respond because now I'm getting like hundreds a day. So, but thank you and, and keep sending them in. I'll, I'll at least read them and, and try to see what you guys send me. And, and if I can touch on them and it looks interesting, I'll try to get to them. I just can't, like if you send me a two hour video and go, hey, critique this, I'm, I'm never going to make it. Uh, so it just is what it is. Guys, that's all for me. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, if, if you want to have some fun and you want to be active, getting in a long-term relationship or getting married is not the way to do it. Thank you.